Hey guys, welcome back to the Friends You Can Grow With podcast. I'm Casey Placencia. I'm Matt Nespri. And we're here talking to Billy Hunt and continuing our conversation on hearing God's voice. Yeah, if you weren't here, this is session three, so make sure you go back and listen to the first two sessions because we're going to be building right off what yeah. we've talked about so far. So yeah. what are we going to be talking about today, Billy? We're going to go to the Old Testament and we're going to listen to one of my favorite prophets, a guy named Habakkuk, and he gives us some real insight mm -hmm. on how we can hear from God. He actually gives us four keys that we can use to hear God's voice. Mm -hmm. So uh, maybe I'll just read a little scripture and then we'll jump right in. Okay. This is Habakkuk chapter two, verses one through three. Habakkuk talking, I will stand my watch. I will set myself on the ramparts of the tower and I will watch to see what he will say to me and what I will answer when I am when I am corrected. Then the Lord answered me and said, write the vision, make it plain on a tablet that he may run who reads it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it because it will surely come. It will not tarry. Mm -hmm. So almost sounds like <clears throat> a contradiction, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. But it isn't. But he gives us some... Uh, really those four keys mm -hmm. he tells us that uh that we need to find a place that we need to listen mm -hmm. and um, so uh, we need to learn to listen for god's voice mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so we're going to be talking <clears throat> about habakkuk and you mentioned he's one of your favorite prophets in session one we talked a little bit about what a prophet was what their role was in the old testament so can you kind of tell me why you like habakkuk so much or maybe what we know about him I like him so much because he has so much to say to us about hearing God's voice. Mm. But he wrote during a time of uh, war, uh, a difficult time for the nation. Mm -hmm. And the first chapter is wonderful. The Lord said to him uh, that if I told you what I'm about to do, I'm about to do a new thing. And if I told you, you wouldn't believe it. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. And he really wanted to hear God's voice. So where we come in to Habakkuk, and he also says in the end, he said, though, though the crops all fail, though everything goes wrong, I'm still going to trust God. Mm -hmm. And I love that about yeah. Habakkuk. He's just a powerful guy. Yeah. But um, he wrote in chapter two of how he, how he heard from God, what mm -hmm. he did to hear God's voice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I like to look at that because it gives us some pointers on what we can do mm -hmm. to hear God's voice for ourselves mm -hmm. when we're facing difficult times or when we just need to hear God's voice. Mm -hmm. So this is what it says in Habakkuk 2 verses 1 through 3 in the Amplified. I will stand my watch. I will set myself on the rampart or the tower and I will watch to see what he will say to me and what I will answer when I am corrected. So he's listening for the voice, but he's also listening, well, how should I answer this? Because mm. he's going to mm -hmm. correct me. Yeah. Then the Lord answered me and said, write the vision, make it plain on a tablet, that he may run who reads it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak, it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it, because it will surely come, it will not tarry. So the, the Lord is telling him there may be a time before this is fulfilled, but in the meantime, you need to stay in position and you need to keep a right attitude and you need to do what I tell you. Mm -hmm. So we can learn from just those really few verses. We can learn how to hear God's voice, how mm -hmm. to posture ourselves. He really talks about uh, three or uh, four things. One, uh, he talks about 
what God's voice sounds like. Mm -hmm. He talks about how to listen. I will stand at my post. Mm -hmm. And then the power of vision. Mm -hmm. and uh, and and then about his writing it or the journaling and mm -hmm. we probably won't get to the journaling part of it in this podcast probably the next one that will specifically mm -hmm. talk mm -hmm. about that but in this one <coughs> we need to when he says i will stand my watch he had a particular time place he went to he went to a tower hmm. mm -hmm. and so in order to hear from god we've talked about this before but we really need to think about where uh in, in your house in your apartment in your life where could you go to be alone to hear from God? You know, Jesus did this. Mm -hmm. He got up early in the morning and he went to the mountain to pray and hear from God mm -hmm. because he needed. He said once, he said, the things you see me do, I've seen the father do. In other words, mm -hmm. I've been with the father. He not only he not only spoke to me, but he showed me mm -hmm. what I needed to do. And, you know, he'll do that for us, too. Mm -hmm. May not give us actual pictures, mm -hmm. but he will show us if we will. Find a place. And that's so good. Maybe that's the first thing we ought to talk about. Yeah. Do you have a place where you go? I do. I have my office um, when it's put together. It will be my <laughs> place right now. It's the guest bedroom. But um, <clears throat> it's a place where it's secluded. It's it's me. I'm comfortable. Um, not a lot of distractions. What about you, Casey? Do you have a place? Yeah. Well, I just moved into my new apartment. But there's this. We have this accent here. <clears throat> next to like our balcony and the light comes in and it's beautiful and i just sit there and it's very quiet so I, that's where i when we're when we're talking about finding a place <clears throat> where we can hear the voice of god maybe get alone with god are there things we should look for in that place mm -hmm. does it have to be a leather chair <laughs> does it have to be a certain atmosphere is it going to um, vary from person to person. Do you have any thoughts on that? I do. We have what we call our prayer chair, mm -hmm. and it doesn't look like a prayer chair. It's not leather. <laughs> <laughs> and it's got a lamp, and our Bibles are there. Mm -hmm. And there's there's a little uh, cup holder with pins in it. It's in our living room. Mm -hmm. But for me, the place that I personally hear the voice of God more, most clearly is on a prayer walk. We live, mm -hmm. there are trails mm -hmm. where we live, and uh, my favorite time to hear from the Lord is on those prayer walks. Mm -hmm. And and I don't have my Bible with me, but I've already read my Bible. I read mm -hmm. my Bible, mm -hmm. and then I walk. And the first half of the walk, which and I usually walk about three miles. So the first half of the walk, I, I pray. I, and I when I pray, I pray in a specific order mm -hmm. to, so that I can cover everything. And when I finish praying, then coming back, I listen. Mm -hmm. I, and I don't sing or I don't do it. I just listen. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's really interesting. I Probably I just popped into my mind that this happened uh, several years ago. I was on that prayer walk, and um, and it's it's a beautiful walk. And I just come around the corner, and I was walking. And I didn't see this with my natural eye. I saw this with the eye of my spirit. I saw huge angels on either side of the sidewalk wow. hmm. and it really frightened me i thought i might be in danger because mm -hmm. ladies had been attacked there <clears> before <throat> and so i i began to pray lord what you know what are these angels uh, uh why, why are they here am i in danger should i stop should i go back and the lord said this to me they're here for your words hmm. mm. and and i really i knew what he was saying mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. i pray the word Mm -hmm. I specifically pray the word over every one of these things. Yeah. And so oh, I was thrilled. <laughs> it, was, mm -hmm. it was thrilling. And I got to the end of, my, of the trail and turned around to come back. And, I, and I'd gone 
not too far, and I realized they were gone. They, mm-hmm. I could no longer sense them. I really mm-hmm. didn't see them. I sensed them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then I got upset again. You know, doing, mm-hmm. what, what did I yeah. do wrong? Where did they go? And the Lord said to me very clearly, they've taken the word to perform it. Mm-hmm. Wow. wow. And mm-hmm. that's wow. what, when we pray the word, that's what happens. Yeah. The Lord says in Hebrews, angels are ministering spirits sent to minister the word mm-hmm. for the church. Mm-hmm. So when we pray the word to God, there are angels, though we cannot see them, they are there. Mm-hmm. Here's here's Habakkuk. He's on this tower. He's praying the will of God. There are angels there to take that will mm-hmm. and to go perform that word for God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I, you know, that's uh, that's my, this is where I like to pray. Yeah. I love to walk and pray. Yeah. yeah. So kind of not necessarily things to look for. It sounds like more things to avoid when we're looking for a place <clears throat> to hear and connect from God. Am I hearing you right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want distractions. Yeah, yeah. And we've talked about that in previous shows that you need to be quiet. Mm-hmm. You need to have mm-hmm. a. Uh, and and when we when we get to the actual journal, journaling part, we'll mm-hmm. talk about this. But you need a piece of paper or a notebook or something where if you think of something you need to do, you can write it down, mm-hmm. get it out of your mind on the paper, and you can take your focus back to the Lord. Yeah. And you need to be quiet. You need to have a paper, a pencil, a journal. I think I, I I may have my journal in my bag. I think I brought it up here with me when we mm-hmm. came up. But uh, those are things that you need so you'll be ready. Mm-hmm. One of the things, many times, early in the morning, when your mind is clear, the Lord will sometimes speak to you. Mm-hmm. And there have been times when the Lord spoke something that I would love to have taught, but I lost it before I got downstairs mm-hmm. to write it down. Yeah. And so I, you know, I made a habit of trying to have a tablet by the bed so if the lord spoke to me in those waking hours i could write it down mm-hmm. so i wouldn't lose it yeah and that's really the, the main reason we want to write it down is so mm-hmm. we won't lose it yeah so when we look at this verse from habakkuk and kind of your story as well is this something that is taking place separate from after we've done our reading, is this something where we are, like you're saying, kind of getting alone to get in tune and hear the voice of God? Is this something that could happen coinciding with when we're reading our Bible? It, I think basically, it, well, it depends on your personal habits. Mm-hmm. With me, I, uh, at that particular time, uh, because I wanted to walk and pray, mm-hmm. I didn't. I wasn't using my journal. Mm-hmm. But normally, I would use my journal, and I don't get to walk and pray every day because I certainly can't do that when I have to work, mm. and and I don't do it in the when it's a hundred degrees outside. <laughs> but uh, so in those times, I pray with my journal, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I really uh, I get more as far as hearing specific instruction from the Lord when I when I'm reading my Bible. And I'm doing uh, my journal entrying from that. Mm-hmm. So, and we'll talk about that in our next podcast. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's just important that that's the first thing. Uh, and so, you know, he he tells us that we need to know how voice how God's uh, voice sounds. We need to have a place, and uh, then we know need to know how to listen. And I think that having a place that's part of knowing how to listen. We mm-hmm. have to know how to listen. Um, Isaiah 40, 31, and this is important. Don't get in a hurry. Don't mm-hmm. get in a hurry with God if you possibly can. Some people like to have their devotions at night rather than morning because they're not in as much a hurry. Mm-hmm. The kids are in bed and you can be quiet before the Lord. Mm-hmm. That you're not having you don't you don't have a deadline. I gotta be at the office at eight o'clock or nine o'clock. 
And so it's easier to spend 30 minutes, 45 minutes with the Lord in the evening. And mm-hmm. Isaiah 40, chapter 40, verse 31 says, those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. So, mm-hmm. you know, that that's really telling me that we need to take time mm-hmm. to wait before the Lord mm-hmm. and to let him strengthen us. So whether it's morning or whether it's evening, uh, or, or maybe if you're a, if you're at home and you have kids, maybe while they're napping, mm-hmm. there's a there's a little slot of time that you can put aside to really. Now I pray all day long. You probably do too. Mm-hmm. You know we we uh, pray without ceasing. Mm-hmm. I pray about everything, parking places, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and uh, yeah. what shall I cook for dinner tonight? <laughs> yeah. You know, just about everything. But there are times when I stop because I really need to hear from God. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to specifically give him that time and listen for mm-hmm. him to help me. So yeah. one of the keys to being hearing God's voice, it sounds like being intentional, yeah. setting time aside, mm-hmm. whether that is, you know, whatever part of your day, not just having a place, but having more of area in your schedule carved out mm-hmm. for that. Yes. Yeah. 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 I think I, I think any successful person is intentional in everything they do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They don't just wander through life. Yeah. They they have a plan. Uh, even in days when I say I'm not going to plan anything, I'm going to put this day aside and I'm just going to I'm bored stiff because mm-hmm. yeah. I'm a person who, who I like to be structured mm-hmm. and I like to be intentional about my mm-hmm. life. And so, uh, yeah. We need to be intentional with God. Yeah. Yeah. How does that work with you being spontaneous? How can you be about this intentional, structured? I'm intentionally spontaneous. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah, that works. Ask and answer. Perfect. I am spontaneous in that I, and I'm not, I I don't have to have lots of books and study, Mm -hmm. you know, although I do love to study, Mm -hmm. but, um, and I, and I am structured in that I have time set aside for certain things, mm. but I am spontaneous when it comes to the Lord. If, if I feel mm-hmm. the Lord calling me away, I don't say I can't go right now. I say goodbye, whatever I'm doing, I'm mm-hmm. going to be with the Lord. Yeah. And so in that, ca- in that instance, I'm spontaneous. When I'm yeah. worshiping and the Lord starts moving, whatever else is happening can wait. I'm spontaneous. Yeah. I'm going to let the Lord flow. Got it. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So I'm intentionally spontaneous. Yeah. <laughs> you leave room, it yeah. sounds like. Yeah. You're not only intentional with the time you set aside for the Lord, but you also are not so tied down to whatever is going on mm-hmm. that you don't have room for when the Lord moves or speaks. And is when that... you when you're like that, it's really interesting how he will use you, move you. I think it's easier as you get older too. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're younger, you're not as spontaneous as you are when you're older. Hmm. We were at a family gathering a couple of months ago. There was a death in the family. Hmm. And during, just during that family gathering, one night at dinner with a, a group of our family members, they, uh, there was somebody there that needed prayer. And they just interrupted the fun to say, so-and-so has not been feeling well today. Can we stop and pray? And we all stopped and prayed. Hmm. So it was a spontaneous prayer. Mm-hmm. And the next day, the same guy at the funeral his wife came and got me and said, you need to come back and pray for him mm-hmm. because he's really not feeling good. Mm-hmm. So I went back and I prayed for him again. He went home. He felt better. He went to the doctor the next day and they immediately put him in the hospital. And four days later, he had bypass surgery. And the doctor said he probably had a heart attack. 
oh, at that wow. funeral. Goodness. And it was probably miraculous that he didn't die. But those two where God interrupted us mm-hmm. to pray for him, hmm. to yeah. get him to a place where he could get the medical attention he needed without death. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, the, the Lord will do that. You can be very structured. We were very structured. We knew what we had to do. We were there for a purpose. Everything mm-hmm. was scheduled. But we didn't mind interrupting that schedule. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there were several other interruptions. That that specific one I thought was really wonderful of the mm-hmm. Lord. Mm-hmm. But there were several other times during that time where we interrupted the schedule because there was a there was something that the Lord wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we let him. Yeah. You know, yeah. We wow. walk with him. We listen to him. And we obey his voice. Yeah. Because yeah. you know what it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We recognized it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I've definitely. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so there's this pause. <laughs> um, yeah. I've definitely been learning to sit and listen to the Lord. Um, I've always been the type that's, oh, this is like you were saying earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, this is what I have on, like going on in my life. And it wasn't really, okay, what does the Lord have to say to me? So I've really been taking the time recently, whether it's on my car rides to meet up with friends or um, I'm waiting in line to get food. I've really been taking that time to just sit with the Lord and hear what he has to say for Mm -hmm. me and for my life. Yeah. And I think there can be kind of this misnomer, this thought that some Christians have where we can almost feel bad sometimes if we forget that time with God or if we weren't able to carve that time out or Mm -hmm. or something happened. And I've noticed that that can cause us, I mean, myself included, to to not be intentional going forward or or Mm -hmm. almost feel bad, you know? Um, But I feel like, and you can speak to this, Billy, any time is better than no time. Mm And any time we can spend in the presence of God, yes, would it be great if, if all of us could could sit down every morning and spend an hour with God or, you know, two hours, three hours, mm-hmm. however long with God. But there are some times and some seasons of life where that isn't always feasible. Mm-hmm. But I've continually encouraged myself and I try to encourage others that any time is better than no time at yeah. all. Um, just like when you water a plant, any water is better than no water at all. Um, and I think it can be a trick of the enemy to get us to think that if it's not this huge sectioned out block mm-hmm. of time, then the Lord can't really speak to us. Yeah. And Is that the case? The, that yeah. No, that the Lord and he understands our schedules. Hmm. Yeah. He understands, you know, that that situation where we're at the funeral <clears throat> thing. We had it was very sudden. We had to get in our car. We had to drive nine hours. We certainly didn't have time to sit down and do our Bible reading and our mm-hmm. prayer that day. But that didn't mean we weren't alert mm-hmm. yeah. to the voice of God. Mm-hmm. And there are times I've had to apologize to the Lord mm-hmm. because yeah. I was just lazy. Mm-hmm. I just did not spend the time. And yeah. you do not have to spend an hour and a half. But if you only spend, if I just pray coming in in the car, mm-hmm. you know, if I just turn off the radio and pray. Mm-hmm. Well, the, that's a, that sometimes is enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But to kind of recap, I, I have a little recap here is, and this is the way we can catch ourselves in his movement and flow with it is to find a place of prayer. Mm. And that place of prayer doesn't have to be the same all the time. Mm-hmm. It can be, you know, but find a place of prayer, find a time with the Lord, mm-hmm. remove outside of distractions, mm-hmm. get rid of anything that's distracting you, turn the TV off. Mm-hmm. 
remove inner distractions, your body, your mind, your conscience. You know, sometimes when we come before the Lord, we have trouble listening because we feel guilty. Mm -hmm. We haven't spent time with him. We've done something we shouldn't have done. We've Mm -hmm. said something we shouldn't have said. Well, all you have to do is confess your sin. Mm -hmm. Just say, Lord, I'm so sorry this is bothering me. And, and I'm, I'm having trouble breaking through here because of this. Mm-hmm. Just pray and then focus, fix your mind on Jesus and use worship. Mm-hmm. Use, I don't, um, because I'm a, a vocalist and that was my first ministry, I never put on uh, worship music while I'm reading the Bible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because if, I, if I'm not doing it with my mouth, with my brain, I will be singing that song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but, uh, but when I just want to worship the Lord, then I put on the praise mm-hmm. music. Other people, a lot of people I know, use praise music to to focus their mind, mm-hmm. yeah. but it distracts me from the word. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it you have to individually you have to decide what will focus you, and what will help you bring your thoughts to the Lord mm-hmm. and yeah. away from the world and what's happening in the world and what you have to do later today and the pressures of life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and it you've been as you said in in our first session walking with the Lord for some time now. Um, and I would wager that this took you some time to figure out what worked for you. How do we go about doing that? How do I go about finding out that maybe worship during my quiet time isn't the best thing for me, or maybe Mm -hmm. it is the best thing for me, but what are some ways that I can go through that and be kind of cognizant of what is and isn't working? Well, it's it's what is and is it working? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you know what you do is is you if it's not working, you stop and analyze it and say why isn't this working? Mm-hmm. Is it the wrong time? Yeah. Uh, do I have something happening that I thought was going to help me worship that's really distracting me? Mm-hmm. Uh, do uh, just all of the? Am I uncomfortable? Would I be more comfortable if I walked and prayed? Mm-hmm. Uh, do do I feel bad? You know what what is going on? Mm-hmm. And let the Holy Spirit help you. He will help you. He wants to talk to you. Mm-hmm. He wants to communicate with you. And, uh, you know, and, and people that feel like I have to do this for an hour, you don't have to do this. Start small. Mm-hmm. Start small. Just get the 365. Read through the 365. Get the journal, which we're going to tell you how to use. Get the journal and begin to do that, that exercise in that little journal. And before long, you will get very comfortable mm-hmm. with the Word of God, and you'll yeah. begin to hear God's voice. When um, when I taught this in my Bible, first time I taught this, and I taught it to the ladies in my Bible study, and uh, we all got journals, and we would write in our journal, you know, whatever we heard from God. Mm-hmm. And then if you had a problem, you could call me, and we'd talk about, was this really God, or was this mm-hmm. your imagination? Yeah. So one of the girls called me one time and she said, I think I heard God speak to me today. I said, really? You want to share what he said? She said, yes, I do. He said, this is a test, only a test. Do not attempt to adjust your life. <laughs> they have to be my age to know what that mm-hmm. means. They used to do that on TV when they were, mm-hmm. when they were just, but, but the more I've thought about that, she probably did hear huh. from God. <laughs> and he spoke to her on the level that she could understand. Huh. Mm. She was going through some things. Yeah. And she was thinking, I, I got to do something. Something's wrong with me. Yeah. Uh, surely I'm causing all of this. Yeah. And he was saying, no, you don't. You huh. don't, need, mm-hmm. don't try to adjust your life. Yeah. This is just a test. And, and so, I, you know, wasn't that good? But that's mm-hmm. the way God, yeah. spe- yeah. he speaks to each of us yeah. in yeah. a way that we individually can understand. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. He On doesn't speak Christi- Christianese. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yea, therefore, verily, go yeah. thou us and do us, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. 
Yeah, I find that many of us like to read King James, but few of us speak it. Yeah. And actually, King James was not the Bible Jesus read. (laughs) It's not? No. 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 Blown my mind. (laughs) So on that, we're talking about Habakkuk and being a a prophet of the Old Testament. Can you kind of bring me some clarity? How do I know when a prophet is speaking to the people they're writing to and when he's speaking to me? Is there a way to tell? Is there a difference? It's it's uh, both. Mm-hmm. Uh, the prophets of old were moved. This is what the Bible says: is the Holy Bible is the prop, many holy men of old were moved by the Holy Spirit, and they wrote. Now they wrote. All prophecy is. Uh, you could look at it three ways. Uh, prophecy can be interpreted as given to an immediate people at an immediate time applying to those people mm-hmm. most prophecy not all but a lot of prophecy has a future meaning mm-hmm. it speaks to the future daniel certainly spoke to the future mm-hmm. and all prophecy has a practical application mm-hmm. so as you read that for instance nahum uh, wrote in his prophecy nahum 1 9 this is a prophecy i have embraced and confessed over my life for years since i had cancer mm-hmm. and it, he's talking about they've been invaded now the Lord has defeated their enemy, and he wrote this to the people. What do you imagine against the Lord? He's made an utter end. This affliction shall not return a second time. Hmm. Now he was speaking to them about an invasion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when I read that, I interpreted that with a, calm, with a practical application to my body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That the Lord had made an utter end of cancer in my body, mm-hmm. and the enemy could not bring that back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now that's been... I was 43 years old when that happened. I'm nearly 80 now, mm-hmm. and I have and cancer has never come back. Wow. Mm-hmm. But that was the verse I stood on. So that's yeah. the way I see the prophets. They spoke to the people. Look at Isaiah. Mm-hmm. Isaiah was speaking to a specific group of people mm-hmm. here in the year that King Uzziah died. So even though when he wrote that, and Uzziah had had uh, leprosy, and mm-hmm. he gives us a wonderful insight into worship in chapter six, but Isaiah probably gave us more prophecy about the Lord Jesus Christ than mm. any other prophet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, and yet he was prophesying to his people. Yeah. Mm. But he gave us prophecy. So it had an immediate application. It had a, a future application. And it had a practical application. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that practical application we're getting for this session comes out of one of those prophets, Habakkuk. Yeah, Habakkuk, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, this is, this is how it applied to him. This is what God said to him. The other thing he said... Uh, he, he said to write the vision mm. and make it plain. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about vision for a minute. Want to? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would because you mentioned a vision not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? One yeah, of your prayer walks yeah. about seeing yeah. the yeah. angels. Yeah. And yeah. I think that vision is one of those topics that are just kind of out there. And, yeah. and not a lot of Christians understand it. We don't talk about it a mm-hmm. lot. But I'm glad you're here because you can give us some insight of what vision is. Do they still happen? What is their use? Uh, sometimes, uh, you know, the, there's several, let me first give you five different types of okay. vision. There's dreams and night visions. Mm-hmm. And then there's uh, trance visions. Mm. Peter had a trance vision. You know, he fell into a trance. Mm-hmm. And I'm reading these because I can't remember all of them. <laughs> reading them. And then there's seeing outside of yourself with spiritual eyes. That's what I had when mm-hmm. I saw the mm-hmm. angels. 
and then a spontaneous unsought inner picture hmm. and that's that's really the vision that most of us will experience and and finally uh similar to the last except it's received while seeking the lord in prayer or worship you'll get a vision mm-hmm. but most of these especially the first few of these uh for instance the dreams and night visions you know a lot of people eat pizza and mm-hmm. ice cream right mm-hmm. before they go to bed and they mm-hmm. have a dream and they think it was from the lord mm. yeah. and it wasn't and and so and sometimes night visions are terrifying they are not necessarily from the lord however the lord has in job Mm -hmm. he talks about the the man that the lord speaks in dreams Mm -hmm. the lord it's job 33 he talks about that because your spirit never sleeps so the lord can minister to your spirit while you are asleep and it's very possible that uh it would reflect into your mind with dreams and visions Mm -hmm. yeah and uh, then the trance that that is one that happened to Peter, but I don't think that'll ever happen to me. Yeah. I, it might, but yeah, that's not a common thing. On the on the dream ones, real quick, because in our last session we talked about how you like to before you go to sleep meditate on the word or, or at least repeat the word. I've started. Um, I sleep with my AirPods in, which is a bad habit. Um, but I'll put on sometimes the Bible and listen to it as I'm falling asleep. I read um a book N. T. Wright talking about the book of revelation. And one of the theories he put out was, um, that when the author John is having these revelations where he's recalling scripture, it seems almost like someone steeped so heavily in the old Testament scripture that as they're sleeping or dreaming, those things they've read are coming and playing out in their mind. Is that something that can happen or, or does still happen? I, well, and I don't really think that's how John got the revelation. No, either. no, no. I, you know, I don't believe he dreamed the. Re- I, I believe that he actually saw visions, yeah. uh, actual but, visions. But and and actually talked to an angel. Yeah, actually saw an angel and talked to, and saw Jesus. Mm-hmm. But um, I do believe that. Uh, I, I I do believe in dreams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do believe, like any like prophecy, you must be very careful with them. Mm-hmm. You must mm-hmm. check them out by the word of God. Yeah. And uh, and I think if you have a, a dream, you it would be a good idea when you wake it up, wake up to record it, put it yeah. in your journal, write yeah. it very clearly. And that's what that's what Habakkuk was told. Mm-hmm. Write the vision and make it plain. And in Habakkuk's case, it was a prophetic word from the Lord for mm. the nation. Hmm. And he said, "You make this very clear, so that anybody that reads this, if something happens to you, they can still do it." Mm-hmm. And so make it clear so the reader can run with it. Mm-hmm. And I believe that uh, I believe that all words from the Lord are meant to encourage. They're meant to strengthen the body of Christ, and they're meant to strengthen you. So if mm-hmm. you have a dream that you think is from the Lord and it's negative and it's death, mm-hmm. it's probably not from the Lord mm-hmm. because just as Satan can invade your mind in your waking hours, he can invade your mind in your sleeping mm-hmm. hours, mm-hmm. especially. If you've opened your mind to him by before you went to bed, reading something, mm-hmm. watching something, listening to something mm-hmm. that was demonically inspired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Do, you, do you have a thought on that? No, that's definitely true. Um, I've had talks with my friends like a few weeks ago about spiritual dreams and um, whether it is from God or not. Um, and also having dreams that were demonic and that were very clearly attacking them. So it, um, when we have spiritual dreams or what we think are spiritual dreams, should who should we seek counsel to? 
Well, you could, uh, some, somebody, maybe a, uh, a mentor, a teacher, mm-hmm. your pastor. Uh, but if you're mature enough, check it out with the Word. And yeah. uh, just an example, let's say that, uh, that you dream uh, a dream that's morally impure. Mm-hmm. And you wake up, you know immediately that wasn't from God. Yeah. Maybe yeah. you dream that you run off with some other woman besides your wife, or no. that you're with. I know, I know you won't know that. She would know that. before I did. She would yeah. come after you with a gun. Yeah. But, <laughs> no, she wouldn't. But but when you woke up, you would you would feel horrible about mm-hmm. that. You know, you would feel horrible, and mm-hmm. and immediately you you would want you'd go to the Lord and say, Lord, and I what I pray is, Lord, purify my mind. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. plead the blood of Jesus over yeah. my mind and over mm-hmm. my dream life. Yeah. Because the enemy will try, and some people are dumb, and they'll meditate on that. Before you know it, they're they're thinking about things mm-hmm. they shouldn't be thinking about. Mm-hmm. Your dream life, how the enemy attacks your mind, he sin always starts in your mind. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. every sin that you you nobody just wakes up one morning and says, "I think that I'll uh, commit adultery today." They've been thinking about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. they've been they've been imagining it. Yeah. Uh, I think I'll rob a bank today. No, you've been thinking about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's the way. So those kind of dreams are not from God. Mm-hmm. But yeah. the God kind of dreams, uh, they're, they're a whole different. Bo- and I don't, I don't know that he guides us so much with dreams because mm-hmm. he wants us to be led by his word. Mm-hmm. But we, you could, I'm not saying they don't happen. They mm-hmm. do happen. Yeah. But yeah. mainly God wants us to be yeah. led by the word of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Actually, the language of the Holy Spirit is sometimes dreams and visions. Mm-hmm. And when I think of dreams, I don't just think of um, nighttime videos that I mm-hmm. might have. Mm-hmm. But I think of uh, things the Lord drops in my heart. Mm-hmm. I become mm-hmm. pregnant with a dream from God. And um, and and I then I begin to move toward that dream because mm-hmm. God has put a desire, a picture in my mind. I remember before I went on television, when Christian television first came out, mm-hmm. I was watching it one night. I was alone and I was watching it, and um, they it was the TBN set, and they were interviewing somebody and talking about what God was doing, and I just began to weep, and I said to the Lord, Lord, I feel like I'm in a in the bleachers at a ball game, and I'm watching what you're doing on the field. Is there any way you could get me out of these bleachers and onto the field? Mm. Well, he didn't answer me. I mean, he didn't say, oh, yes, just wait. He didn't say anything. Mm -hmm. But years later, the Lord had opened the door of television for me, and I had been invited to come and be interviewed at TBN, and I was sitting on the set, and the guy who was interviewing me said, Billy, look into the camera and lead people to the Lord. And when I looked into the camera, the Spirit of the Lord said, do you know where you are? And I was sitting on the very set that I'd been hmm. watching wow. those years ago when I prayed there. So the wow. Lord, had, that night he had given me a vision hmm. of where I was going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't even recognize it. I just knew that when I, when I saw that and saw myself in the stands rather than out there doing the work, mm-hmm. I was overwhelmed and I began to weep before the Lord and, mm-hmm. and yeah. ask the Lord to somehow use me, never guessing. That he would that he would take me to the very place, yeah. mm-hmm. set yeah. me before the very camera to lead people to the Lord. But he yeah. did. Wow. So you know that's dreams and visions. That's yeah. that's the work of. So it's not always a night vision. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's just a desire in your heart to do something for yeah. the Lord that becomes a dream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I get to heaven, I don't want any un 
birthed dreams inside me. Mm-hmm. I want to have birthed everything the Lord puts inside me mm-hmm. as a vision. Yeah. yeah. And that's what he's telling Habakkuk is that he's going to give him a vision and that he needs to write it down so yeah. that the people mm-hmm. coming after him can execute it or, or know about it. And execute it. Yeah. You know, because with every generation in the old in the old covenant, with every generation there was an expectation from God of what he wanted from them, mm-hmm. what he would like to do through them. And so the prophet's job was to keep the people on track. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was nothing they did not have technology mm-hmm. yeah. they did not have television yeah. they did not have what we have mm-hmm. to send the gospel yeah. to keep us online and they were so easily distracted by yeah. life mm-hmm. just as we are yeah. yeah so he sent prophets to them yeah and the prophets would pull them back to the lord and then they'd blow it again you know mm-hmm. yeah as we do just like we yeah. do. yeah yeah, yeah. Some things never change. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and two, the back in that day, most people were illiterate. So even access to the word of God was not there something There was no that word of had. God. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. The only so, word they had was the word of the prophet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they had the commandments. Yes. You know, they had the law because yeah. God had made sure they had the law. He actually wrote it on stone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, so they had that. But they didn't. They didn't have weekly services. Mm-hmm. They had the feast that they came and celebrated, and they had times of dedication. But as we're reading the we're reading the Kings now mm-hmm. in Chronicles in mm-hmm. our three sixty five reading, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's so interesting when you read uh, Josiah, King Josiah mm-hmm. was a good king. Yeah. He obeyed the law. He removed the high places. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He built up the temple. But the one before him. Yeah. No, not, good. not yeah. so good. He wasn't. So it's yeah. interesting that and whatever happens with the king will be reflected in the people. Yeah. Mm. That's the reason you need to get in a good church. Yeah. That's the reason you need to be connected to the body of Christ mm-hmm. so that whatever's happening in the political arenas in the world around us, we can remain safe because we are we are obeying the word of God yeah. and we're staying very close to the Lord and he's protecting us. He has a canopy over us mm-hmm. to keep us safe. Yeah. yeah. The vision you talked about where you saw on your prayer walk, the angels, you mentioned that being a vision. What did you call it? A spontaneous vision of the heart. How did you word that? Uh, I didn't see it with my natural eye. Okay. It was in the realm of the spirit. It was a spirit vision. I knew they were there. Okay. I perceived their presence. Yeah. And it and it was it was actually very frightening. In fact, almost any time an angel appears to anybody, it's frightening. Yeah. And I've never had a, a visual angel yeah. appear to me, but but this was just you know it was just perceiving. There've been times in my life where I perceived the presence of the Lord in a very mm-hmm. strong way, and mm-hmm. you have too, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But that's the way it was. It yeah. was a perception. So there'll be times, perhaps, when you will when you will feel that. Mm-hmm. What the Lord wanted me to know was how powerful it is to pray the word of God Mm -hmm. and that there are angels there waiting for you to pray the word of God. And once you pray it, Mm -hmm. then you have to keep it in your mouth. Mm -hmm. You can't pray the word of God and then 10 minutes later say, well, that's not going to work. You have to, you have to keep it in your mouth. And that's when the angels can actually take those words to perform them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So on that walk, what do we do when we feel that that presence, that sixth sense, kind of, we feel like God, whether it's a vision or we just really feel the presence of God, what is our response as Christians? What should it be to, to say, what are you trying to show me, say to me? How do we, I guess, steward that moment well? 
Well, uh, the first thing I did, of course, was say, you know, am I in danger? Because I, I was fearful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, am I in danger? And the Lord specifically, immediately told me why they were there. Mm -hmm. They've come for your words. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, once he said that, they've come for your words, then I was very energized to pray the word of God more energetically than I ever had before mm -hmm. and, and be specific as, as I went along. And then when on the way back, he was also very specific they they've taken your words to perform them mm -hmm. they've taken those prayers to to handle them they're going to handle your prayers for you mm -hmm. yeah. so it's just uh powerful when you understand mm -hmm. and actually that talk that speaks of of uh, angelic activity too mm -hmm. and you notice he didn't tell me to talk to them mm -hmm. we're not supposed to talk to angels yeah there jesus even jesus did talk to them he said concerning angels I could, my father could command. If I asked my father, he mm -hmm. would send a legion of angels to deliver mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. But he didn't say I could command because <laughs> he was limited to humanity. Yeah. And wow. we are not allowed to command angels. Yeah. They are, yeah. they minister to us, they minister for us, but they respond to the voice of God, yeah. not to our yeah. voice. We have authority over demons. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now we can command demons. Yeah. But uh, the angels are under God's authority, yeah. not ours. Huh. Yeah, it's That's like good, that. Yeah. Is it the psalm where David says, what is man that you're mindful of him? You've made him a little lower than angels. Yeah. 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 Huh. I think that if God gave us uh, permission to command angels, we'd have them doing all sorts of things. Yeah. That totally. not God's yeah. Will. yeah not, my dishes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> take care. Go, go, go take care of my enemy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have, yeah, exactly. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I That's love good. that. I got to ask, cause we're on this subject, subject topic of visions. Deja vu. Do you have an opinion on it? What is it? <laughs> you know what deja vu is? We're like, yeah, it's happened before. Yeah. This has happened before. Is that anything? Well, not really. No, I, no, I, no. I'm just curious. I mean, I have. Well, the only the only thing I can tell you is really not a vision thing. Is, uh, you know, I traveled all the time. Every mm -hmm. weekend I was at a conference, and I flew into uh, a particular. I won't say where because I don't want them to think of. Anyway, I flew into this <laughs> this place, mm -hmm. and I was picked up at the airport, and we're driving along, and I said, "Yeah, it is the strangest thing. I I have felt like I feel like I've been here before." And mm -hmm. I, uh, I maybe I probably didn't say that at first. I said, this is just so strange. It, mm -hmm. Everything mm -hmm. looks so familiar. And then we pulled into the hotel, and it was on the beach. And I said, "I I just feel like I've been here before." It's so deja vu mm -hmm. and they said you have been here before you were here three years ago <laughs> <laughs> but i wasn't at the church i was there for a conference oh my God. so because i was there for a church i just wasn't identified that i'd been there before I, said, I think i traveled too much That's yeah. good. see here i am i'm sitting here waiting for this to be some spiritual yeah. <laughs> billy hunt said the lord warned me no you forgot that's good that's no, I've awesome. been here before. I've been here before. <laughs> you have been here before. Yeah. Stayed at this hotel. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love that. Man, I learned a lot. Yeah. The, just because visions have always been something that, as I said in the beginning, are kind of mm -hmm. difficult to pin down for They're Christians. They're kind of spooky. Yeah. They are. Yeah. 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 And a lot of, a lot of people, uh, you know, I said to John Osteen when I, when I first got to know him and I went to his church, it, for a while... Every person I met from his church was weird. Mm. I mean, weird. Mm -hmm. And so I thought the whole church was weird. Mm -hmm. and, and so a lot of people feel like anybody that, that has a vision, uh, that they're weird. 
mm-hmm. but that's not necessarily true. Mm-hmm. It, sometimes it's true, but they're not true visions usually. Mm-hmm. If it, you know, uh, it's like people who announce they're a prophet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hello, I'm prophet so and so. And if you're really a prophet, you don't need to announce it. Mm-hmm. People will know it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So hmm. that's yeah. good. Yeah, that's good. Definitely learned a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Don't let there be any dreams in your heart when you get to heaven. <laughs> yeah. Birth them. Yeah. 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 Do the work yeah. to, to get it out and get it birthed so mm-hmm. God can use it. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't have any need for it in heaven. He needs yeah. it here. Yeah. yeah. So. Wow. That's good. Thank you. Yeah. That's a really good one. <laughs> you opened oh. it. You got to close it. <laughs> can you close it? Yeah, I can close it. Man, that was a great third session learning on hearing the voice of God, dreams, visions, how we hear based on the prophet of Habakkuk. And I'm excited we have one more session where we're going to talk about journaling. And I'm so exciting because as you've said, I think in every session, but definitely in the last session, that is such a powerful key when it comes to hearing the voice of God. So I am definitely looking forward to that, Casey. Definitely. I love journaling. Yeah. So we can't wait. We hope you'll join us for our next session on hearing the voice of God.